Welcome to the Workplace Chameleon. This is Dr. Selena. Hey, how you doing? It's nice to be back with you for this episode. It appears to be our 43rd. Huh, I never knew. And I want to combine both a little bit of my training work. So I'm going to pull out some of that material that I would be using if I was in your space and place doing some training or some speaking around judgment and decision making. And then I want to take it one next step around judgy. I've noticed lately, and maybe for some time, that we have a pattern of judginess happening. What does that mean? What do we need to think about in our teams and our companies? And while we can look at the research out there that says humans have had to be judgmental uh, since the beginning of humans for survival, what does that mean right now in this space, in this place, in this time as we are working together? So let's think about judgment and decision-making from an organizational perspective for a little bit as we get started. There is a long time quote of Albert Einstein's that floats around that says, we cannot solve our problems with the same thinking that we used to create them. And I love this idea about our thinking and problem solving and how we bring about or manifest solutions. And one of the areas as a speaker and a trainer, as in a workplace psychologist that I work with is how we make decisions at work, how we exercise judgment. By definition, judgment is the ability to make considered decisions or sensible solutions. Judgment is the umbrella to decision-making. So judgment is something that I do in a moment But it is a combination of moments that create either good judgment or poor judgment. If somebody comes walking down the hall to you and they look at you and say, hey, I have something I want to tell you. And you're like, "Uh uh-oh, in your inside voice, not your outside voice. And you're like, oh, because you just assess based on their previous use of judgment that this conversation has some risk to it. Or if somebody you know has a history of making good judgments and you trust them, when they walk up to you and say, hey, I need to tell you something I just did, you're like, all right, here we go. You believe that they have the ability to make good considered decisions. Decision making, though, is that act or process of making a decision. Judgment is the wider version of that, is the Uh, aggregate of multiple decisions. And of course, we make decisions to solve problems. We make decisions to try something new, to innovate. We make all different types of decisions about what needs to be done, what should we do, uh, how should we do this, when and where, who needs to do it, why does it need to be done, can we even do this? And for all the different types of decisions we make, if you were to Google or do an internet search right now on how many decisions humans make a day at our present uh, state, many of the estimates out there have it like 35,000 decisions a day. By the time you're listening to this podcast, you've already made thousands of decisions today. You should be exhausted, right? We make all these decisions 
consciously, subconsciously, roll over, don't roll over, hit the snooze bar, don't hit the snooze bar. We make all these decisions and some of them are based in fact, this or that based on data. Some of them are judgy, they're judgment-based, they're subjective. Some of them are preferences. Others might be absolutes. Some decisions we make have an urgency to them. Other decisions we make, we have time to consider or process before we state a solution. Some decisions we make alone. Some decisions we make as part of a group or a team. What I have learned about myself in my own professional career is I can fall in love with ideas. I think it is an amazing idea and I get all wrapped up into it and I make decisions based on that. And it's not always my best move. How about you? I've learned over the years that while I have this just desire to make decisions all by myself, my decisions are always better when I include other people in. And I love the triangulation point of decisions. And I've talked about this a little bit in past episodes where know your gut, what's your gut telling you, add it to data, data points that are factual that you can uh, use to reinforce or refine that decision and then get other people's perspective. You don't want to find just perspectives that agree with you or match yours on that. And it also depends if you're making a decision for yourself or that has a wider impact on others. In our workplaces, there are sorts of all sorts of problems that need to be solved. Problems with equipment and materials and products, processes and systems, finances, priorities, people, customers, vendors, coworkers, leaders. Now, we can make decisions to solve problems and just do a quick fix. That's what we refer to as just putting a Band-Aid on it. We can deal with a symptom. Maybe we've just got to minimize the impact something is having. Or we can deal with the cause. What's really going on here? And it does. It depends on the amount of time, our availability of resources, the significance of the problem, so many other factors that affect that including just how much information do we have. So I want to start applying this. That's a little bit of the the training piece in a a quick, quick summary. But I want to talk about what's happening in our daily workplaces when we're interacting with each other in how we're exercising judgment, that considered decision. And that evaluative process that we place on someone else, not our good judgment, but we get judgy. And things that affect that could include, well, what information will I share with them? What information will they share with me? How have we done this before? Our norms, what types of time pressure is there? Who else is around us? What is included in history or past decisions? What emotions are involved? What's the environment like? What's our relationship like? If I do this, what's the reward? If I do this, what's the punishment? Is there fear present? Are there certain things we have to do? Compliance. Or does this go to our core beliefs and who we are and what we believe in? 
The reason I'm listing off all of those key factors is they impact the way we get along at work and the decisions we make that impact other people in this organizational ecosystem. But now I want to tie it with perspective because not only do we need to make good considered decisions, exercising great judgment but we get a little judgy based on our perspective and our perception of the situation. So we may have facts about the timing this project is due. We may have data points or deadlines or evidence of past practices, but we filter them and we apply our own judginess to, well, they didn't help me out last time. Why should I help them out this time? Or why did they do that anyways? You know, first shift always, or marketing never, or HR typically, we judge across departments. We judge across shifts and locations because we don't know. And if you hang out with me for very long, you will always hear me use the phrase, in the absence of information, people make it up. And that's where judgy comes in. There are different perspectives we can, if we have a deficient, something that lacks, a gap where there is never enough, everything's lost, there's no way to improve, this is just too difficult, they will never. As compared to that, that, positive intention growth mindset, we can figure this out. If we believe there will never be enough resources in a company for everybody, then that's how we live. If we believe that we can figure this out, that we are fully equipped with a team that can help us make this happen, things change. So what does that mean for us? You know, we take everything in through our five senses, goes to our brain, cognition sorts it all out. It's our process of knowing, supporting, thinking, understanding, and that processing of information. We take all of this information in through our senses and our perception through those cognitive processes have to sort it out. So what do I mean by that? When I go to make a decision about my work today, my judgment, my Considered decisions help me make good decisions. But if I have filtered some stuff and I'm getting judgy and I start saying like, well, they won't help us with that. She isn't going to do that. He didn't do that last time. I am now starting to understand that judgment and judging are different things. Judging others is actually what's been identified in the research as a natural instinct We are all a little judgy from time to time. Many times we learn to do that for survival. We want to surround ourselves with people who help us feel safe, who help us get what we need to survive. And those people we trust make us feel safe and secure. But those who we don't trust or we're fearful of, of course, we're going to try not to spend time with them. So judgment in a decision-making model is how we make good decisions to help support whatever our goals for that is. 
But when we let judgment control us, we misunderstand information. We change up subjectively points of information and skew it instead of giving people a fair shot. You know, I do believe instinct and gut are critical and the research supports that we need those, especially when survival may be life or death. But when we get judgy, we often are more so just protecting ourselves. It's ego. It's our emotions. It's our livelihood. It's our status. We need to be careful in our organizations who we're judging and why we're doing it. There's a key concept called the fundamental attribution error, which means if I have a difficult relationship with you, I don't know you, maybe we've had some disagreement in the past, could be many, many things like that. If you do something positive, I'm like, huh, had help. I don't give you the credit. I give other people the credit. But if you do something poorly, the error in my thinking is I judge you. I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, see, said she was lazy. I blame you for the negative, but give other people positive strokes for what you did. Fundamental attribution error is a fascinating concept. And what I find, especially in our digital age of email and chat messages and text messages and this written short communication style, almost staccato. Staccato was the word that came into mind, which is music, but it feels like that in text messaging, right? We're doing communication in staccato, like short, quick bursts. Boy, my K-12 music teachers would be really happy. I just remembered that. Okay. So what's that mean for us? Use good judgment. Judge less, help more. Don't be so judgy. At work, what would happen if we all started believing everybody there wants to contribute, that everybody else is doing the best they know how? Now, you might look at me and say, Selena, for the purpose of my survival, I don't believe you because there are people here not holding up their end. There are people here who are not doing the work. Okay, I get that. Frustrations are going to happen. What I want you to do is own your own stuff. No excuses. Pull the data. I want you to focus on what you can do, not what you can't do. Because at the end of the day, our customers don't care who didn't get it done. They want to know we took care of what we needed to take care of. So I want us to increase our information, put better processes in place, and understand with intention that we are here as a team, as an organization to do our best work. And if you want to look at me and say, Selena, that's lovely, but you don't know who I work with, or Selena, that's a little bit of rose-colored glasses, Pollyanna, maybe... I still think we can do this better. And leaders, it starts with you. Everybody else, if you're not in a formal leadership role, start where you can. Focus on that. Exercise good judgment. Make great decisions. Understand what is the difference and how you do both. But be a little less judgy. How's that for today? On behalf of the Workplace Chameleon, always learn something new smash mental health stigmas and make good choices until next time 
This is Dr. Selena.